1: Hello, I'm Scott Sash. And I'm Evan Novi williams and this is the Je suis Désolé Sports Business Podcast, The Sportacast. Translation, please. (laughs) That means I'm sorry, apparently, Scott. I did a little bit of Googling on my way to Cannes to to set myself up with some very basic French uh, phrases. And you Uh, you picked I'm sorry is what you would need? I chose... Yes, no, uh, thank you, please, I'm sorry. I figured the the, the very basics. Uh, and I got here, and I, of course, um, uh, am very often speaking Spanish to people just yes. because I'm yep. just confused about where I am. When <laughs> I
0: was in Italy, and I'm having dinner, and I asked the server, I said, aceite. Okay. Right? And, of course, that's oil. You know, oil, I, yeah. I, you know, Olivo. And, but it's olio in Italian. Hmm. And I kept saying aceite. I kept screwing that up. Yeah, so when when in doubt, I would default to my Spanish. Just thinking, well, that's close enough. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm not the the stereotype ugly American. I'm not saying English words slowly. As if that'll mean, you know, you should understand yeah.
1: it. I'm doing a lot of like hand signals, pointing, yeah. thumbs up. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, but by, but by um, the way, I, I mean, I'm i
0: amazed that you're just there for a couple of days and you seem to, and I, obviously I can see you here, <laughs> have adopted the light. You have a little ship behind you. The glasses, the tan, you, you seem as if you are really enjoying the can lifestyle.
1: I may. I, I, it's, it's, it's very kind of you to call this a tan. I would call this a, a burn. Uh, well, but I'm that's coming very from much, me.
0: Uh, I'll show you burn, man. It's a, <laughs> very I burn. Much
1: enjoying it before we get into the can stuff i need your opinion on something uh you're you're gonna love this i think uh an airplane etiquette question for you Ooh. so i'm i'm flying to uh can or flying to amsterdam from 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 vancouver a couple days ago which carrier I'm sitting, is important i need to know uh it is klm the royal KLM, royal of of dutch the airlines dutch. yeah okay. exactly uh so i'm sitting in the aisle seat of a three-row middle row so it's aisle, middle, aisle. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting next to a man in the middle seat and then his wife in the aisle seat. Are you the on the side. right or the left? I'm on the left.
0: Okay. I'm more comfortable on the left. Okay.
1: Uh, so I had been at a wedding. I was kind of a red eye. I was sleeping, essentially. Middle of the plane ride, I'm sleeping. No
0: way she got you out instead of the husband.
1: Ga- guy, the Guy nudges me. No. He's like, I'm sorry, I need to use the bathroom. I, I wake up. I'm like, what the heck? Was the I wife over, sleeping on the, the other is, end? The wife is sleeping. Wow. And in, in my head, I'm like, I, I cannot believe that he did this. Seething. Like, you have to wake your wife up in that scenario. But the more that I'm thinking about it now, I'm wondering if maybe he's just the smartest man alive. Well, I mean,
0: I could say what the repercussions <laughs> are. Obviously, he knows I am not waking. My, but he had a decision to make, and he chose the pain to be yours instead of his own. So Uh, yes, the the selfish (laughs) nature of it is beyond no assuming that the pain would have
1: transferred from the wife to him. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what happened. There is
0: no there is absolutely no world in which it is okay for him to disturb you instead of her.
1: I I didn't I didn't end up saying anything to him. But in my head, I was like, I cannot believe this guy had the nerve to see see, that's the difference between
0: between the two of us. I absolutely would have been I I would have said just a question. I mean, I'm up. I'll move. Why didn't you ask your wife? I would have said something there. I could
1: see you reaching over and just waking the yeah, wife I would up have, on yeah. your way to getting up. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: I, I would have yeah, when he was in the bathroom, I wake her up. No, how about this? Nobody's in the row. I'm on the aisle. He's gone. I wake her up and say, Excuse me, I need to go to the bathroom the other yeah. way. <laughs> how about that? And then let her describe it to him and he'll know darn and, why it happened. And then he has
1: to explain to her why. He you has to did explain that.
0: to her why I just woke her up and like Exactly. There, there you go. Yeah. There's I you no world in which that's that. okay.
1: Yeah. Again, i like the more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm like, maybe it is okay. Maybe he's just self-preserving, uh, causing pain to someone he doesn't know versus it's the opposite.
0: Absolutely self-preservation. Absolutely. <laughs> and I, I still there's still no world in which that that feeling of dread of what I'm about to endure would supersede my ability to go and disturb somebody else that I don't. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No way. I love that we're four and a half minutes into this podcast. And <laughs> yeah, this no. is because this isn't, this <laughs> we, has. This we could th- do a whole
1: e- episode we, on airplane etiquette. We yeah. could
0: do, you and I have a whole lot of disagreements on etiquette and things that we're not going to bring up now. Maybe, uh, maybe <laughs> yes. on another full show, a full <laughs> show of our, our disagreements. Listeners. The, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but why don't you describe, because people say Can Lions. And I, yeah, I, I'll admit I didn't really know what it was not too long yeah. ago. You know, everyone knows the film festival. Okay. And by the way, it's can, not con. If you say con, people know you're not, you know, of, of the, the, uh, the regular cognoscenti, if you will. So yeah. can lions explain what it is, what you're doing there, who else is there, what you're seeing, what you're hearing. Um, because I'm only getting snippets on, uh, on Twitter. <laughs> so let yeah. me know what's up.
1: So so every year, uh, right after the more famous Cannes Film Festival, uh, is is Cannes Lions. It's a big marketing festival, Uh, and it's I actually don't know how many people are here. Thousands of people uh, from around the world, marketing folks mostly, but it's agencies, it's ad buyers, it's companies that are sponsoring uh, descend on Cannes. Beautiful South Shore of France. It's 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 gorgeous here. If you haven't been, Um, come here for for a massive festival. Uh, and, And one thing that is different different kind of over the last few years, but especially this year, Scott, is there's a sports presence. And uh, I I think if you were on the ground, you would feel the same way I did. It's shocking that it took this long for there to be a set Sports presence at Can, but the folks Seems over like at Seems like such Stag- a no-brainer, hundred percent. And the folks over at Stagwell, uh, who we partnered with a little bit on on, on the endeavor, uh, launched Sport Beach, and it's four days of right, literally right on the beach. They've but everybody's up-
0: got their own little beach, right? That is, it, am I right? This is what i like. Uh, this is what I'm picturing from what I'm yeah. hearing from folks. It's P- like everybody's got a, a little section a mile,
1: of beach. A mile of beach and uh, tons of companies have set up maybe 100 yards of beachfront to do whatever they want. Build a cabana. Sport Beach has a basketball court and a pickleball court. Some people are doing kind of beach club vibes. And then at the end, there's a yacht row and tons of people do kind of a yacht thing, right? Where they have a yacht where they can host people or, or people are staying on. Uh, so it's, it's all of those things. It's, it's, it's essentially a one-mile stretch and there's tons of corporate stuff happening. And at Sport Beach, uh, Stag World did a great job of putting together uh, a ton of, of very famous athletes And then, you know, prominent executives across the sports universe just to talk about, honestly, Scott, a lot of the things that you and I uh, talk about uh, two times a week on the Sportacast. It is about the merging of sports and culture and media and fashion and luxury, all of that rolled into one. Um, and for example, Carmelo Anthony did a one-on-one today uh, where he talked all about his business ventures, right? And 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 his desire to be not just a, a very famous former basketball player, but to be someone who has a, a stake in and, a, and, and an equity position in a lot of these different entities, right? And, and there's been a lot of talk about women's sports. Uh, the panel that I moderated included Paul Rabel and Allie well, Wagner. So this is
0: past tense. I can't keep it to time zones and everything. Past <laughs> you, you've done, you've you and done me your both panel. I have
1: done my panel, yeah. Okay. It was Paul yeah, me Paul Rabel, uh, PLL founder, lacrosse legend, and then Allie Wagner, who is a former U.S. Women's National Team player, uh, Fox Sports and NWSL Bay Area team. And is one of the LPs, minority investors, in the new, uh, newest uh, U.S. major sports franchise, Bay, Bay FC. Um, and we talked a lot on that panel, obviously, about the way in which uh, media is changing to the benefit of smaller leagues like the PLL and like NWSL, right? Where where you can be very smart and creative in your strategy of reaching fans. And right now, because of media and because of social media, there's tons of ways to build a very interesting, small, successful, sustainable business around those things, right? And if PLL had launched... 20 years ago Uh, it might not have been probably would not have been as successful as it is right now and and women's soccer as you know scott professional women's soccer really struggled for a long time in america before the current iteration by the way professional men's soccer did as well 100%, 100%. So I I do think there's a lot happening right now around media and around social media that's letting leagues like this take off. And then to bring it full circle, um, the embrace of athletes, right? I I think NWSL has done a really good job of understanding that there are some very, very famous athletes that play uh, in that league and they need to embrace uh, and and support them to grow their own product. And, and, And Paul, for folks who are familiar with PLL, Essentially, the, the whole business model of PLL was that the, the, the established lacrosse league was not really doing right by its players, wasn't investing in and supporting in and bringing along its players in well, a way that They all that had felt second jobs. They,
0: were, they couldn't just play lacrosse for a living. And now there's 100%. equity stakeholders in the
1: league. 100%. So, yeah, a lot of this, again, is, is, is kind of full circle conversation. But uh, it is very clear here that in, in a in, in a collection of some of the biggest advertisers, agencies, uh, and, and marketing executives on the planet. Uh, a lot of them are here to talk to, to learn from, uh, and, and to get FaceTime with athletes.
0: All right. Let, let me close my eyes. And I have no idea. All oh, you're taking off the glasses at the time glasses when I was just going to go, yeah. I was just going to go see. to the glasses. I'm trying to picture <laughs> Carmelo, uh, same similar glasses to what you, you know, uh, similar glasses <laughs> More on the glasses. beach. Yeah. Uh, I'm picturing white linen. Okay. And I'm struggling with this one, but but I'm gonna say hat of some sort, yes or no?
1: Interesting. I don't. I, I he was he wasn't a hat. It was a baseball hat. For, okay, forward. Good. There was. Uh, I, he was not in linen though. He was in a. Uh, he was in a cardigan uh, knit sweater, which let me tell you, in in the heat that we yeah, are I was experiencing, say that makes no sense here, to me uh, Was well, he was in pants also, which is also pretty rare uh, from from what I'm learning here. Um, well, so, no, well, it's so not so rare to be in pants, ish, just long yeah. pants.
0: It's not rare to be in, maybe it is, you're there, I'm not.
1: You'll laugh at this, Scott, I got in Monday night pretty late, and it was pretty temperate when I got in, the sun was down already, wake up Tuesday morning, put on pants and a a blazer, like a full blazer, and I walked outside and I went over to Sport Beach and I looked around at people and I was like, hmm... I around. gotta go back and change. Turn around, change. <laughs> turn, yeah. turn right around. Should have gone with on. the Soshnik wardrobe. Exactly. Bro, yeah. Put on, put on the linen shirt. Um, but yeah, there, there, there's also I should mention this because I am very intimidated by it. But it is also a very big fashion scene, right? The like world of casual linen fashion is on full display here, and it won't surprise you or our listeners probably to understand that I do not have any of that in uh, in my personal closet.
0: Yeah, no, I, I can I can talk the game. I just don't wear the game. Yeah. But Tell me, <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm curious though. So what is Carmelo? T- telling everybody, is he, is he talking about the basketball career? Is he talking about, uh, we'll give a little shout out to our friends, George Barrios and Michelle Wilson and ISO seven looking to put capital to work in a, in, in a fund in a sports and entertainment ecosystem, because I, I think we're finally, and I've used this before. But really, everybody's got a firm hold now that there's a reason why at ESPN, which stands, you know, you think sport and broadcast and and media, ESPN's right at the top of the pyramid, right? For a very long time, I think people are now starting to understand there's a reason why the E comes first, right? It is not SEPN; it's entertainment and sports. And I'm not even sure sports should be a subcategory of entertainment. It may be the most important part of entertainment, but we'll get it in there as well. But the E being first. So what is Carmelo telling the world? What, what does he see? Uh, what are they asking him? And, 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 who else is sort of backing up what he has to say?
1: I think the big thing is, is this idea, and, and again, more and more athletes are recognizing this, and Carmelo was on the earlier trend of it, is, is recognizing that when you are a basketball player or when you are a star athlete, or even not even a star, right? When you are a professional athlete, there is an opportunity there, not just to make a lot of money, which they do, but there is an opportunity there to set yourself up for the future. Right, and, and Carmelo came to that. I think he would say maybe later in his career uh, th- th- than maybe others do, partially because of the timing. Right yeah. was the um, was
0: the mistake of too many athletes waiting until they were done playing basketball that the thought that's... process was I'm playing, I'm a basketball player now. There'll be time for that later. Whereas now, I think the athlete understands your curating and your ability to make relationships with the titans of industry will never be higher than when you are a big brand name while still playing.
1: I think that's exactly it, right? It is. And if you were to ask everyone who gets drafted in the NBA draft this week, how long are you going to play? I think you would get some pretty long years, right? I'm going to have a 10-year career. I'm going to have a 15-year career, right? The average NBA career is, is microscopic, right? And a lot of players who are in the draft aren't going to have NBA careers at all. Did I ever so, tell you the
0: Donald Foyle story? Did I ever did no. I tell you that
1: one? Great name, though.
0: Did I ever tell you that story? I think both his parents, I believe, are professors at Colgate where he played college basketball. And the way it was relayed to me, and I never asked Donald this, but the way it was relayed to me, um, the event where he signed his first pro contract, you know, okay, that happens. It's, you know, the happy, happy occasion. I've achieved the dream. Here I am. I signed my contract. Great. The way it was relayed to me, I believe it was his mother who that evening, like, let him have his, you know, a couple of hours of enjoyment. And told him, okay, I know what you're doing on your first day as a professional athlete. You're going to dinner with the family and celebrating. Great. Uh, Tomorrow, I'm going to need to know what you're doing on your last day as a professional athlete. Mm. That kind of thinking. I mean, he got maybe hours. The way that again, the way the story was relayed to me. But that maybe that's what happens when both your parents are professors. They you know they yeah, they see that, that look helps. ahead. They understand that there's a there's a finite window, and you better have a plan. Uh, and ha- like you said, I don't think athletes really made that plan early on. But boy, that is certainly changing.
1: I had a good conversation today with Deshaun Kaiser, uh, former Notre Dame quarterback, who essentially said he. he didn't think he was going to have an NFL career at all. He ended up having a, a fairly short one, but recognized in that time that this was the moment for him to, to try to set himself up. He, he, he started a business with some other former athletes. Now he's getting into podcasting. It almost, and I think I'm getting this right, it sounded like he maybe had an opportunity to maybe try to grind out a few more years playing football and he felt like he had gotten to the point where he had gotten everything out of it and, and was ready to kind of move on to, to what he wanted to do business wise. And then one other you know, name I'll shout out. Cause I was really impressed by him. I hope I'm getting the name right. Chase Griffin, who is the, I believe he's the, the, the UCLA quarterback yeah. uh, was very impressed by him talking about NIL opportunities. And, and again, talking earlier and earlier in, in the process here, this is a teenager who may or may not have an NFL career at all but is recognizing that just because he is a star at uh, at a very large college, soon to be Big Ten school, UCLA, recognizing that there's opportunities for him both to make money now through NIL and also to potentially set himself up for opportunities, if and when he's done uh, done being a, a, a pro athlete. So again, I think that Carmelo is a good example of this, and th- there's plenty others that we talk about on the show a lot. But this idea that athletes should be using this moment. To, uh, to, to set themselves up and not be waiting until they're, they're done in the spotlight uh, to do so, I think is something that's relatively new at this scale for professional sports. Right. I wasn't
0: planning on a plug, but since you just messaged Chase and it goes with what we're saying, uh, July 13th in Los Angeles, two great brands coming together and mm-hmm. obviously I'm biased and, it, and it's inside Penske. But... It makes total sense. This is actually where, where the whole industry is heading. And this, you know, we're here, you're at Sport Beach and Stagwell talking about all of this, that variety, number one name in entertainment news, Sportico, number one name in sports and business news, getting together to do a sports and entertainment summit in LA and you message Chase. Chase will be among those speaking, as will like Sean McVay, uh, Russell Westbrook, Jalen Brown, um, so we're, we're, we're bringing together the folks of entertainment. I mean, I'm going down right here. What do we got? Katie Bender Wynn, Max Bornstein, Jalen, uh, Jordan Childs, John Cruz, Rosalind Durant, uh, Blake Griffin, Tammy Hano from the NBA, um, uh, Scotty James, snowboarder. Uh, Ryan Khalil, a former NFL player. Karen Broadkin from WME Sports. Mm. Uh, Farrah Left, Clutch Sports. Greg Luckman of Range Sports. Uh, where am I? Caitlin Ohashi, gymnast. I mean, I'm going up and down here. Patrick Patterson, former NBA player. This, uh, this, we we'll go up and down. But like, this is what we're talking about. It's those in the entertainment world, those in the sports world, and, and they're just melding together. There, there is no distinction anymore. they, they, are, they each, they each want to be do, doing business with each other.
1: I'll share one more story from here because it, uh, it just stuck it just stuck out to me. Do you remember, it was a number of years ago, but there was a Katie Ledecky commercial chocolate milk and she put the cup on her head and she swam the length of the pool. I do, yes. Without her the head cup moving. Yes, 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 yes. Great ad. One of the women, the advertising executives who was part of that on the milk side was on a panel today and she was like, this wasn't our idea at all. Like this was all Katie. Katie had this idea, we thought about it, she did it, we were like, that's perfect, that's amazing. Uh, And and she said it, I think, to to show that... You know, athletes who are world class. Katie Ledecky is one of the most dominant Olympic swimmers of all time. Uh, also, have other talents, right? And, and and you maybe don't need a marketing degree uh, to to be able to think about what a what a great ad is for athletes, right? So 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 empowering athletes, kind of tapping into their creative side when it's there. Uh, again, is a, yeah, all these things are happening more and more.
0: Well, that's the part, like credit to the listen, right? Oftentimes, you think you just know everything. If you're going to pay these folks a ton of money or give them equity in your company, you'd have to be stupid. Yes, and I will use that word. You're stupid not to listen, not to engage. Yeah, the creative side, the discipline side, all of it. So let's hear your ideas. I assume it'll be a better campaign if some of the ideas do come. From the athletes themselves, and, and yeah. go up down instead of top bottom.
1: And someone from the marketing team probably has no idea that Katie even can swim the length of the pool with a with a milk glass on her head without it falling. Right? So wouldn't even know to try
0: that. In all fairness, listen to what you just said. Do you want to say? Uh, you know what? Say that aloud again and see if that makes sense to you. Uh, now I'm confused. That someone uh, on the marketing team probably has no idea that Katie can swim.
1: How? <laughs> Who can in the sw- world? In no, fairness. Can swim-
0: I can't think of anybody in the world, the most creative evil genius in the world, says, I have an idea. Katie, can you swim with a glass on your
1: head? Really? I, 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 I'm a amateur swimmer. I do, I do an endurance know you triathlon, you want a still Scott. head and I, like the running, you want to keep a still head, but you think, can you swim with a glass of milk on your head? I don't and not think it's crazy it? to think that, that a marketing executive might not uh, know that that's an option.
0: Too much sun, brother. Wow, too definitely much too much sun. sun. I agree with that. my friend. <laughs> I agree. Right. I agree with that. All right, Let, let's bring it uh, closer to home now. We, we did all of the uh, the can stuff, but a couple of pieces of news back here that we'd like to talk about. And Harris Blitzer uh, buying into Joe Gibbs Racing, and and I think I said on Twitter the other day that sometimes deals just make perfect sense. Yeah, like hey, this is one of them. Obviously, Josh Harris of the Harris Blitzer, both uh, Josh leading the group, Blitz David Blitzer, part of the group, buying into the Washington Commanders. If you gave people uh, five guesses for names most associated with that, the back of the Redskins to the Washington football team to the Washington Commanders, I'm thinking 95% in the top five, all of them would include Joe Gibbs as as someone on that so there are synergies there think about what harris blitzer does as a platform with the devils and the 76ers all the sales all the sponsorship what they can bring to a nascar team and infrastructure sometimes it just makes sense this one when i heard about it and saw about it said yep no brainer this one makes perfect sense
1: and Arctos investing in Joe Gibbs as well. Ah, yes, of course. Well, you can't have an investment in without Arctos <laughs> these days. Exactly. Um, and, 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 and there's been some reporting about Arctos's potential involvement in in, in the bid for the, the commanders as well. I, I'm curious for you, Scott. It doesn't feel like a coincidence, obviously, that uh, in the middle of the process for buying the commanders that this deal gets done with with Joe Gibbs as you said the one of the most synonymous names with 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 the NFL franchise is there a subtext here that is not clear is there does having Joe in, in your orbit grease the wheels of of getting this deal done This deal's done, dude. the done, done I don't know you, that, you, that's you, you my want, feeling, too. you want me to too, talk? So. all right
0: remember when I look ahead all right yeah. maybe I know some things deal's done it's uh, for all of this this is oh this that the NFL has the concerns whatever this deal's getting done
1: Agreed. Agreed. So, 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 is this just a coincidence? What is? What are we to, to make of the fact that right as this deal is getting done, uh, there's another deal with with Harris, with Blitzer, and with you know an icon of, of 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 the Washington franchise.
0: If Joe Gibbs was an iconic figure, I think this is what you're saying. If Joe Gibbs was an iconic figure of pick random NFL team, I'm going to say Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. Does this deal get done? Are Harris and Blitzer Interested in acquiring. And I do have some inside information, not on this deal, but I can tell you this is not sort of the only other big other team platform that a NASCAR team has looked at for help on the infrastructure. Hey, would you like to make an investment Hmm. in the NASCAR team? And you bring your sponsorship expertise, you bring your sales expertise, you can help us. So I think ultimately that one did not happen. Do I think Harris Blitzer would have looked at it anyway? Yes, I do. Do I think Harris Blitzer thinks this makes perfect sense because aligning yourself with a Sterling brand beloved coach uh, of a team that you 're acquiring from an owner whose tenure was shall we say difficult uh, <laughs> i think I think that added value it 's a value add. Joe Gibbs can come and smile and you know walk around and you you, you bring some of the hogs if you know those dudes uh, anything that touches the past of this franchise that you can bring and say we're embracing this is a new day forward we 're embracing the the best of what this football team had to offer in the past is a no-brainer from the Harris Blitzer side. So uh, I, I think that probably more than just Harris Blitzer looked at opportunities around NASCAR, maybe maybe this team, maybe not, uh, but Joe and the name and and the pedigree and the Provenance, if you will, make, made it make perfect sense.
1: You and I have talked in the past about how it feels like we're entering kind of this era of the super owner, yeah. right? Where, where so one, many of the people yeah. doing the investing seem to be repeat uh, team owners or franchise owners. This means for Blitzer, he's got, teams in all five major US leagues, NWSL and now also NASCAR and Harris, you know, about to close on the Commanders and he's got a pretty nice portfolio as well. He was looking teams, at the Nationals. Was looking at the Nationals. It's the only, I believe it's the only of the major five that that Harris is not in in some capacity. Um so yeah, there's a there's a lot in there and then, you know, as we mentioned Arctos being involved yet again in a, in a, in a major transaction. Um some of these not not surprising at all
0: not not at all. All right, and the other one that got my attention and I and I used the very colloquial uh, I went to Radio Shack. Did you ever go to a Radio Shack? I you a Radio Shack? Have we done, that, you know what a Radio Shack is. Yeah. All right. I would go to Radio Shack for two things in my day. Batteries? <laughs> Batteries? Yeah. Yeah, and this exact item, rabbit ears. Like oh, you could okay. <laughs> you could always get a rabbit ears at Radio Shack if you needed it, uh, you know, somehow. At least in my house, a ball was being thrown, and they, they started out as very flimsy. Then they got, but if you extended them all the way and a ball hit them anywhere near the top, you were getting a snap, and that, that you know, you could try the tape, you could try the tinfoil, you could try the whatever you want. It was not the same, so you had to go to Radio Shack to get another one. While you were there, you picked up some, some AAA and D batteries for whatever you needed it for. But uh, if you're a fan of the Utah Jazz... You may need some. You may want to go out and get some. Some I believe Ryan called or somebody called them bunny ears, mm. which I had not heard. I maybe you know rabbit ears to me always. Uh, but we have another owner now going over the air TV uh, in sort of this melting glacier of the RSN world.
1: Yeah, th- this one is Utah Jazz going again, moving from RSN to over the air TV and and a separate digital offering as well. And by the way, um, it's, a,
0: it's a Sinclair station, which I thought was pretty funny.
1: Uh, oh, that's funny the 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 one the over the years of Sinclair Road yeah, station, yeah. yeah. So, and Let's- we should mention there the, the one they the RSN they were on was not. A Sinclair was Correct. not a was not a diamond, right? And 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 we've talked about this whole thing around the Suns, right? Who who, who made a similar announcement and is now kind of dragged back into the legal weeds because of the Sinclair bankruptcy. Uh, the other two teams that we've seen do this first, the Golden Knights, and now the Jazz, were coming from non-ballys, non-bankrupt RSNs, right? So in this case with the Jazz, it was uh, an AT and T Discovery uh, channel, and Discovery has announced that they're getting out of the R send business entirely right. So, so the Jazz needed a new partner. Uh, deja vu here a bit, Scott. The the everything Ryan seems to have said around this really mirrors what Matt Ishbia said about the Phoenix Suns deal a, a couple months ago, right? It is about reach the 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 ability to reach essentially every home in uh, in the Salt Lake City area. Uh, as opposed to the much smaller percentage of homes that the at RSN was in, is the way that that Ryan is thinking about this. And we had this conversation with Brian Lawler on the pod a few weeks ago. Uh, the economics here are not going to be fully even, at least not yet, right? the The team is going to be paid less for its local rights as a result of this over-the-air TV deal than it was under the prior RSN model. But it certainly seems as though increasingly owners like Bill Foley and 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 Matt Ishbia and and Ryan Smith are willing to take the immediate hit, maybe make the economics back, or honestly, Scott, maybe even take an economic hit just to make the experience of being a fan of the Jazz in Salt Lake City. And make just no mistake about easier. it, you can
0: talk about reach and penetration, but you're still going to take an economic hit right now.
1: Hundred percent, hundred percent. And one other thing that that stands out to me: the two owners that have done this first in the NFL, NBA are two of the newest NBA owners. They're two of the youngest NBA owners. Gl- glad you went there. And, Not a, and, and, there you go. And they are also two of the wealthiest NBA owners outside of the NBA asset. Right. And I do think those things are absolutely related.
0: I think you're right. You want to put the glasses on for the clothes like the, oh. like Joe Biden would? Like this would be a Biden rum. There you go. I love it. That man right there, he is Evan Novi williams on the Twitter at Novi underscore Williams. That's the same in French? Novi underscore Williams. Yes. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah, it. Yeah, perfect. All right. I am Scott Sosnick on the Twitter, just plain old at Sosnick. Our producer is Keith Zanardi. Thank you very much, Keith, for jumping in and helping out uh, with the Sportacast. Our digital media editor is Cora Veltman. She loves it when I remind you that the show can be found at Sportacast, which is the hub of the Sportacast Media Network.